Um, I want to take back a few things I said about Choke No Joke. Cause I just listened back to the live, you know what I'm saying? And um, I knew it was something I had to take out of you. Know? Choke, I'm glad you rehabilitated. You know, what you did with them letters was bad, was, was really bad. Especially trying to let the children hear it. I don't respect that. You know what I'm saying? Other than that, ain't no beef, man. Ain't no beef. Anybody who brings himself back from from the depths, and you know, I'm glad for you. Um, I want to go over Jerry Lee Lewis and the fact that Elvis, Elvis was um innocent. <laughs> I'm gonna leave that alone. Cause I already went in that to another live. At 14 years old, he met his wife. You know what I'm saying? At 22, they got married. You know. Now I want to get into the actual story of what's her name, Myra Lewis Williams, eternally known as the young wife of Jerry Lee Lewis, and this is the article from Medium.com. Excuse me, Ballad of the Thirteen-Year-Old Bride. Yup. Okay, we're going down there. We're going down this dark road, and you know what we're going to find down this dark road? We're going to have to find some kind of understanding. They were in a different time. That we are about to go into shortly. You know what I'm saying? Hopefully not. But I believe we're about to go into it shortly. It was the most notorious rock and roll romance of all time. The big bang of pop music scandal. Before Kurt and Courtney, Sid and Nancy, or John and Yoko, there was Jerry Lee Lewis and his 13-year-old bride, Myra Gale Brown. In 1958, when Elvis prefaced Presley was drafted into the military, Lewis was perfectly poised to become Rock's biggest star. Coming off of a whole lot of shaking going on and great balls of fire, he embarked on a tour of England that was supposed to establish his fame worldwide. But when the Lewis party landed in London, the press wanted to know about the teenage girl at his side. Right? The only problem was that nobody told me anything, says Myra now Myra Williams, a real estate broker in Atlanta. So when a reporter asked me, who are you? I was the one who let the big old cat out the bag. It was a perfect storm. It could have happened at the worst, it couldn't have happened at a worse time, at a worse place. Everything just came together and a major explosion happened. The British tabloids went ballistic and after a few dates, the tour was canceled. Jerry Lee held a defiant press conference at the London airport, boasting about his houses and cars and accusing the British of being just plain jealous. And the Lewises returned home to Memphis. By the time they made it home, it had been discovered that Myra was the daughter of Jerry Lee's cousin and bass player, J.W. Brown, and that the 22-year-old singer was still technically married to his previous wife, Jane Mitchell. I'm going into this because this is a man and a woman that have been slandered in the news for decades and continue to be slandered to this day by individuals such as Jim Derogatis, right? In this, they have a, a photograph of Myra sits on the lap of husband Jerry Lee Lewis at the press conference that sparked an explosion of negative publicity in London, May 23rd, 1958. Five days later, Jerry Lee and Myra arrive in New York after his tour of England was canceled. A few years ago, Rolling Stone, oh, I was in England when they ran him out of the country, Chris Christopherson had said, and it seemed 
unfair to me. And it really seemed unfair to me because he had no idea he was doing anything wrong. He went immediately from being a guy who made $10,000 a night to a guy who didn't make $100 a night. A few years ago, Rolling Stone sent me to the Lewis Ranch in Nesbitt, Mississippi. The plan was to shoot a portrait of Jerry Lee and Myra together, and I would write up the experience and their interaction. In blistering heat, with nine dolls scurrying underfoot, I found that Myra was a bright, funny woman with a very clear perspective on her notorious past, and she gave new insight into this pivotal moment in rock and roll history. This is what everybody needs to hear. Most people might not want to be reminded of a time when, as she put it, his career took a nosedive right into the concrete, but displayed in the den, alongside the gold records, family memorabilia, keyboards, and Bibles, were several photos of the killer with his adolescent wife. I guess they're calling Jerry Lee Lewis the killer. You see, they always try to give you these notorious names. Though Lewis has been married five other times, it seems that Myra remained close to his heart. At that time, men were men. Men didn't want to be ridden. You get me? I'm just saying what it is. I'm not saying I condone anything that's going on there, especially as a supporter of R. Kelly. I just want this lady's story to be heard by people who support R. Kelly so that, and, and, and others, so that, like um, Nexium, right? So that we understand what the media does to people, right? How the media gets paid from doing this to people, right? And, and the perspective of, the, of the, the actual young woman that they say they want to save. After 13 years of marriage, they were divorced in 1970 when Myra charged that she has been subject to every type of physical and mental abuse imaginable. Jerry Lee later said that it was all my fault. She caught me cheating. When we met, she described their relationship as a successful divorce, though more recently it seems they've been clashing over his current seventh wife. This story is out in October 28, 2014, um, written by Alan Light, published in medium.com, slash Q point slash ballad of the 13 year old bride. Now, I put, I, she said something about abuse just now, right? And the thing about that is when you are married to the person who you realize and know is responsible for the downfall of your economic status and your status within society is going to cause tension. The fact they stayed together 13 years past that was like, wow, you know, that means they actually did really love each other. The two of them were playful and affectionate during the shoot, joking and giggling, poking and swatting each other, Jerry Lee even sneaking a kiss at one point. But when the photos came back, the editors fell in love with a shot of him sitting alone at his childhood piano, and the piece was recast as a straight profile. Myra's voice was relegated to a quote or two. This week, Jerry Lee will, re will release both Rock and Roll Time a studio album of duets and a memoir, Jerry Lee Lewis, His Own Story, written by written with Rick Bragg, and still the world remains fascinated by the marriage. When the Wall Street Journal asked him about it recently, he said, 
I probably would have rearranged my life a little bit different. But I never did hide anything from people. The newspapers in England came down heavy, but they didn't phase me really. I just went on with my life as usual. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Because they said that you were destroyed after that. You went down from $10,000 a night to $100 a night at the most. Since Myra Lewis Williams, now 70, was never able to go on with or even to start her life as usual, it seemed a good time to finally let her tell her own story in her own words. How is that possible? She, they got divorced at 26. She still had time. She could have got married and moved on with her life. But I guess you know how it's not possible? The media has put you out on front street and slandered your name for so many years. It's hard for you to even find another mate or another man to be with. Because everybody thinks you're a, a child prostitute. Sick. I'm, I'm just saying, I'm looking at it from a neutral point of view. A lot of people will not understand this or understand what's happening here or, or why this conversation is necessary. But you will as we get into the rest of the story. Trust me. Trust me. I'm not into no type of pedophilia, no incestuousness. I think what that dude did the other day was disgusting and he needs to be locked under the jail. Figure it out. Okay. Myra with a purse, Bible, and shopping bag on the tarmac in London, May 9th. What's up, Midas? Yo, I'm going into something very sensitive, yo. Oh, nah, 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 nah. One money week, nah. One money, they owe him now. <laughs> yo, how you ain't a moderator again? Yeah, here you go. Huh? Yeah, you're a moderator. Yo, um, this is about Jerry Lee Lewis, right? Uh-huh. The story that they've given us, because you know Elvis, he never married his, his wife at 14. Mm -hmm. He married her at 22. But Jerry Lee Lewis's story was fucked up. Like, I mean, sorry, I didn't mean to curse. It was messed up how the media interpreted it and the time they were in that created it. It's like this is how media gets paid. Everything good, though? Mm -mm -mm. Yep. Yo, just leave yourself for a bit, right? I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna go in the story because I don't wanna lose people because you know this is kind of triggering. It's gonna be triggering for a lot of people because like I said, I don't like nothing that people shit did, especially with his family members. He needs to be locked under the jail. You know what I'm saying? That's what I feel about that situation. You know? Facts. Like, this is totally different. This kid is totally different. In a totally different world. Right. Just give me a second. I'm gonna go through it, right? All right, Miss Lady P. Right, okay. All right, respect sis. Yeah. Thanks for joining. Yeah. You're welcome. I did. Myra Lewis Williams. It's not a story that ever went away. I'm still the 13-year-old child bride at 70 years old. Say something about Jerry, and people say, Isn't he the one that married the little girl? And I say, wait a second, you're talking to the little girl right now. Be careful what you say. This is in 2014. She was 70 years old. There were so many stories told that were not necessarily the truth, or else it was the truth wearing a mask. When all of this hit in London in 1958, it just took the world by storm. 
It bumped the goal off the front page of the newspaper. I don't even know who the goal is, but I think we need to look into him later. They said Jerry played to a half-empty house, and they booed and all kind of stuff. And that was not true. The fans were so excited to see Jerry that the biggest problem was his safety. Scotland Yard said, we don't know how to protect you. The people were climbing on the buildings, looking through windows, trying to find us, and we couldn't go out. At that time, Elvis had gone into the army, and Jerry was poised to be the king. All of Jerry's managers told him, do not take Myra to England, because the British press was known as a part. That's where all the tabloid journal journalism started. He said, if Myra doesn't know, I'm not going. Sorry, if Myra doesn't go, I'm not going. Everyone underestimated me being aware and possibly knowing what to do. I could so easily have said, I'm J.W. Brown's daughter. That's my little brother. That's my mother. But because that was the truth. If anybody had told me anything, I could have prevented this thing. But they didn't. And I didn't. And the rest is history, I guess. It's like she has regrets that they were even found out. How does, how does that make sense of a molested 13-year-old? Or, or the story that they're trying to give us all the time. Like he's, he was a predator. I, in my little mind, I couldn't believe that they could not see that I was a grown woman. I was only 13, but people said I was more mature than Jerry. I was serious minded. I was like, we got to take care of this and do this. And he was like, where's the piano? That's what he is. That's what he's about. And I really, truly wasn't a typical teenager. My generation was taught to hide under our desk. When the bomb came, so you always had in the back of your mind that any minute, any day, life could come to an end. We are pampered in this society. I'm going to be real about it. What I wanted was a baby in my arms, a home, a husband, a kitchen to cook in, a yard to raise roses. My little brother was born because I begged my parents for a baby at 10 years old. They called me his deputy mom. I just took him over. That's what That was what I was like. And Jerry was busy having fun. He was a true entertainer. It wasn't anybody's business. Okay, it was somebody's business, but it wasn't everybody's business. It was my family's business. It was mine and Jerry's business. And okay, if you say to me now, there's a 13-year-old girl over here that wants to get married, I would say, God, please do not do that, little girl. Go to college, get an education, and figure it out. But it was a different world. Things have changed so drastically. Options, mindsets, this world has gone so fast the last 50 years that you can't keep up with it. Right, I'm going to hold that for a sec. Miss Lady T, what do you think about that? Let me, let me mute myself. Yeah. Wow. Have you ever heard anything like that in your life from a 13? Never. Like I. Never like that in my life. I'm su I'm surprised. Like this isn't nowhere. Like this was not publicized. They didn't want. People I, to I mean, I mean, it ain't nothing new. No, girls getting married and pregnant at twelve. You know. And the thing is, right? She's saying that basically. Well, I don't. I don't support none of this. Right in this time. But in her time, they had bombs dropping. You know what I'm saying? Like, they were scared shitless that things would pop off at any minute. She wanted family. She liked Jerry. And they stayed together for 13 years. And she was mad people found out or, or blew it up in British tabloids. Mm -mm -mm. 
So they was married for 13 years. So they was cousins. Yeah, they were cousins. It was his bass player, his cousin's bass player's um, daughter or something like that. It wasn't like, yeah, there was cousins. There was cousins. Um, JW. JW something. Yeah, but he was a bass player. And that was his daughter. And they were all Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I never hear it in that in that in that way of thinking, like there's bombs dropping, I'm scared, my friends are dying, I need to get married. I wanna have a kid, that's what we did. And that's it. My mom was good with it, my father was good with it. My fuck my parents had a kid at ten years old just for me to baby a ten year old. Like do you think that it was right for them then to, to be ostracized like that? Cause it was only the British paper that, that wasn't accepting it, but American civilization they basically understood what they were facing out there well let me tell you this you know you know over there and the, over there in london england they don't play that stuff over there you really think so yeah. i think them london england people are more perverted because they had jimmy savile for years and they covered up for him supposedly Ooh, who Jimmy Swagger? Savile. This guy named oh. Savile. Jimmy Swagger oh. was the um the priest. Yeah, who, um, the preacher. Yeah, remember they say he was messing around with prostitutes. Jimmy Swagger. They just wanted him to mess around with boy prostitutes. He should have just he should have just kept quiet. <laughs> yeah, could have kept quiet. But that Jerry. But they say you can only be quiet for so long. Well, the thing is, they probably had pictures of him, and they probably set him up too. Because at that sort of level, like you're going to get, you're going to get people following you. You're going to get all of that. But it's kind of like a man shaming thing. It's like if you're a man, you you married to a woman. Imagine they married for 13 years, and even until the day she's 70 years old, they still going at her ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's 70 years old. Yeah, she's 70. She's 70 in 2014. So right now she's like 78. Maybe near 80. Oh. But I never heard it put like that, yo. Um, let me let me finish this up, right? Okay. All right, when we went back home, the whole country was shame on you, bad boy. The other thing we had back then was a hypocritical society. It was do as I say, not as I do. And if you get caught, we don't even know you. Also, a lot of people took good notes when it happened. Elvis didn't marry the 16-year-old girl, did he? Priscilla lived with his grandmother for what, seven or eight years? It was something that marked Jerry for life. We kept thinking every year, every six months, that it was going to go away. They're going to stop, stop talking about it. And it just didn't happen. But it brought me and Jerry very close. And we had 10 incredible, wonderful years after that. Okay. But I thought she said she was abused. And she enjoyed physical and mental abuse. I mean, he came out with an album the other day, so. <laughs> All right. Um, let me see. Jerry's fame and money were down to almost nothing. Right. Here we go. We were like a little camp that had been attacked by the enemy. And we held so strong to each other and said, regardless of what they do, we're going to keep fighting. 
Jerry's fame and money went down to almost nothing. It was very turbulent for 10 years, but it was the happiest, ten, happiest years of our marriage. I never lost the first name, 13-year-old child bride Myra. I think that's on my birth certificate now. I don't think I ever resented it for me, though. I always resented it for what they did to Jerry. It wasn't harming me. It wasn't harming somebody I love. That was the pain of it. I was seeing someone punished because of my age, my existence, and I always wanted to just stand up and defend him. It was the hatchet that was used to attack rock and roll. So it's like they destroyed this man on this and kept making money off of it. Every time you sell a story about it, you get money on the papers. We took a lot of hits for the music itself. Every day you wondered what was going to happen next. Everything came together at one time. And here's Elvis, and here's rock and roll, and here's Dick Clark and Ed Sullivan, a new generation born, a new music born. The preachers preached against it. It was the devil's music. To the mainstream educators, it was evil and wicked. It was different. It was a new kid on the block, and a new kid arrived in a storm. And they just weren't ready for that. Change isn't something that everyone always likes. Play some Frank Sinatra. What's wrong with Sing Along with Mitch? It has a time and place that won't come around again. Right, whatever. They were looking for a place to stick the knife into rock and roll. And Jerry gave it to them. Well, I did. I opened my mouth. That's exactly what it was. All right, that's it, yo. Yeah, Miss Lady T, that's crazy, though. It's like they, they destroyed rock and roll by destroying Jerry Lee Lewis. You know who invented rock and roll first? I think it was, what was it, some lady named May or something out there in, um, it was a black No, nah, you know who did? Little Richard invented rock and roll. Nah, Little Richard came a little late, yo. There was a lady out there in, um, first rock and roll lady, yo. Little Richard was late, man. Little Richard had this whoo thing, but <laughs> that, was, that wasn't like Great Balls of Fire and all that was around the same time. But the first one was, I think, Ella, Ellie May. Wow. Lil Rich had me cracking that they stole everything for everybody. <laughs> yeah, Lil Richard, man, that's how they that's how they all make it. They all have to steal music. Yo, check this. Lil Rich say they stole that from me. They stole that. This is Jim Jackson, 1927. <laughs> 1936. 1938, Casey Bill Weldon. It's like a whole bunch of dudes that just came together and built rock and roll. That's champion Jack Dupree, yo. Let's have a ball in 1945, yo. That rock and roll go back years. <laughs> Yeah, Miss Lady T. Sorry about that. Mm, okay. Yeah, you were saying? Yeah, um, uh, yeah, that that's is all the way back though. Well, it's what built America. It's like all of us came together at, at a point in time, right? Before let's say the sixties, blacks and whites started coming mm -hmm. together. They they made music, they all fed off each other, they all became great. They all became strong. You know what I'm saying? Like we all had homes. In the South, they said, black people have more homes than any place else. And that's why the people up North was pissed because they didn't have homes. They had apartments. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, but I think Jerry Lee Lewis, that was really a coming. At any point in time, if you want to end it, just say goodbye. Like, I, I always think about what mm-hmm. right? When it first started, all you had to say was, all right, Johnson, all right, as y'all can leave. Like, if I'm really a monster, like, I don't care. Nothing about y'all feelings. Get out of Yeah, you don't think so? Like, you wouldn't have got, just got rid of him? I mean, I would let both. I would have let both of them go. Facts, facts. Get out my house. Get away from me, y'all. Y'all bringing too much drama and heat around me. Uh huh. Yeah, J Rock was saying that um he thought he thinks that as was calling. Larry or one of them. When they did that call, call? allegedly. And like the voice on the other side wasn't even on Kelly, but it was all staged because you didn't hear the, the, the correctional office to collect call coming from R. Kelly, nothing like that. Man, this is crazy. Yo, this how it, this how news makes money. News don't make money by reporting news. News makes money by making news. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's all like either to scare you, play with you. It's like we living in the twilight zone to a certain extent. This do 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 Facts. <laughs> so yo, you wanted to go on any topics or what? Uh, do you have any topics? Tops, top, top, uh, <laughs> do you have? Let's see. Yeah, I'm gonna ask you first, you know what I'm saying? Cause I know you be deep in this. Uh, what about this Trump situation? He being investigated, he know he's not supposed to take those documents. Yo, every president takes documents once they're declassified, but- he's a president. What, no, that not, not. No, that's it. It's 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 certain things you're not supposed to take. Yo, when you check this, right, Miss Lady T, we're looking at the news as a mafia, right? You ever heard of, yeah. of a president getting their house broken into? Uh, no. Exactly. And the judge. But it's something. Look, look. But listen though. It's something that he did, but why you plead the fifth? If if you're not guilty, why you plead the fifth? Um, Jesse Lee Peterson broke. Does it Jesse Lee Peterson or one of them? No, Lionel talks on YouTube. He broke that down the other day. If you have two consecutive inconsistent statements, you commit perjury. So if you answer a question today, and they ask you another question worded um strangely the next day, you answer it a little differently. Right, they got you on perjury, and then they have charges on you. But you have to—you're not even supposed to talk in court. Mm-hmm. I actually—I had a court case years ago. I got my ass beat in the mall, right? Because this homosexual who's like a god, he tried to um beat me down. Wait a minute, he was a homosexual. I saw—I saw in his eyes he was a homosexual. He was a security guard, right? Oh. I was there reading my comic book, but I know he was a homosexual. So I'm like, you can't talk to me. I got my headphones on. You know what I'm saying? Go call your boss. Get away from me, homo. That like that kind of way. 
And he called another guard. They beat the shit out of me. So I had to go to court for that, right? They were trying to put charges on me. And the only reason I lost the case is because they asked, hey, do you want to talk? I said, yeah, let me talk. I'll talk. <laughs> like, I could have kept my mouth shut. I needed to. That was like $50,000 I lost right there. Easy. Easy just for talking. Mm-hmm. You have, it's innocent until proven guilty. You right. prove your case. You prove your case. Don't give nobody no evidence. That's why R. Kelly didn't talk either. That's what they're doing. They just want two inconsistent statements back to back. Yeah, but the Trump situation is we are seeing that we are turning into a martial law society, right? America is being changed. Everybody, everybody to be talking this communism stuff. This is why I be on um, Martin Luther King. Sometimes, you know, Malcolm X kind of was used, but at the same time, if you're a Marxist, you're a Marxist. Like, you will understand what's going on. Or maybe he was just in a Marxist organization and realized late. You know, um, Farrakhan and all of them. They want us to be slaves. They want us to be ridden. We have to be controlled. Trump fighting against it. Hard. Like, they can't, they can't move. Kamala done. Biden done. Have, have we ever seen a president that looks so stupid? And the vice president that looks at their cackling all the time. Because like uh, Pence, he's from Indiana. He ain't, he ain't did nothing for us. Man, Mike Pence. Mike Pence was bought and sold. People were saying that they, might, they thought that he was probably engaged in all this Pizzagate stuff. Where they had some kind of information. Mike Pence, you, you, you know, I'm from Indiana too. Mike Pence, he ain't never did nothing for the folks in Indiana. Never did. It, it sounded like he was a parasite over there. That's crazy. Man. But now they come mm-hmm. to the light because Trump don't even mess with Pence no more. Mm-hmm. Trump don't play with him. He's just like. So mm-hmm. his kids about to be in some trouble too. His kids gonna be in some trouble too. Who Biden? <laughs> no. Yo, Trump's kids, they, everybody's about to be in trouble. Everybody. Everybody who is Because you, you know what? I, I believe why his first wife died, because she was too worried about her children. She was so worried about them. I actually thought somebody might have killed her. Right. I said the same thing. I believe somebody must have pushed her down. I believe somebody pushed her down. Yo, so... I mean, they said my my grand my step grandfather fell down a flight of stairs, going to the basement. I know I don't believe it to this day. You know what I'm saying? Like people do things, and you ain't gotta know. It's like real quick. Mhm. And she ran QVC. I didn't even know she owned QVC. But the fact that he worked with QVC for so many years that showed they had a good relationship. Mhm. Cause somebody. Yeah, uh, Prima Donna, uh, doing her, uh, live too. Oh, Prima on live right now? Yeah, she doing her, yeah. I'm gonna hop off, yo. Respect, right, Miss Lady? Okay, then. Okay, I'm good. All right, sis, have a good one. I'll hear you later. Okay. Mm